Golf show. Golf guys. Brent Cunning, Sam McKee. Mm. How you doing, bud? Doing well. Uh, love the golf show. I do. Uh, I do I, as well. I have to say that um, I feel very blessed to do this show. And we're heading towards the end of the season. Yep. We're winding down here. Probably do a couple more before the end of the year. Ryder Cup. Definitely Ryder Cup. Yeah. Preview post. But it's just... It's very Rory's not going to win the tour championship, so he probably won't wrap that one up. Well, you know, he might, uh, considering what happened with Scotty yesterday. Yeah. But I will just say that I feel very blessed to get to do this golf show. You know, it's we were following the footsteps of some Kiss, great people. I was going to say, kiss that ring, baby. Yeah. Uh, our boy Scott Metcalf, who we have not played around with yet this year. Terrible. Should hit him up. He we texted should. me. Oh. He texted me. He's like, Sam, uh, Sam, uh, how would I go about getting a tea time at Lakeview? And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> Join the. <laughs> I was like, that's, a, that's a book. I was like, you have to be on 9 p.m. Yeah. a week before, right as the clock turns, and you might have a chance. And then otherwise pray. Or go on the night before. Because yeah, that's how I, I've gotten a lot of tea times there this year. But I just say, you know, Scott Metcalf, you know, Hugh Burrell, yeah. Ian Leggett, everybody Legend. that's that's done the show. I, you know, it's nice to get to do this every year. And yep. I love doing it. I truly love talking golf with you, Gunner. And uh, we're very lucky to do this. So there yep. you go. Wholeheartedly agree. Again, 590-590 on the text line. Hit us up. If you're teeing it, we want to know where. Always, always love mm-hmm. uh, hearing about where you are teeing it. A lot to get into a tour championship. As we mentioned, Scheffler stubbing his toe a little bit. We'll continue to look at the Ryder Cup. And then this. anyone who's listened to this program fairly often this, this year will be shocked by the development that's going to happen at 930 Adam Stanley's going to join oh the show. God, I, that's I, weird. It's tough. I I'm I for one am floored. Never have spoken to him on the show. Love Stanley. <laughs> always love getting him on. He's out in Shaughnessy, so we'll talk to him about the goings on. Six thirty to talk to us. Eh? He's supposed to get up at six, and the he fir- pulled the bat signal. The first the first voices you hear when you get off is us excited after being awake for six hours. It's not great for him. Poor it guy. would be tough, uh, but he's a professional, and yep. he'll uh, dutifully join us in about twenty eight minutes time. So what do you want to start with? Well, so I have a couple of a couple topics. I always love getting weather from you. Okay, let me quickly pull Mostly it up. because you just at this time of year seem so forlorn, honestly. Um, I'm pulling it up here. Uh, it's a lovely day today. If you're teeing it today, you're thrilled. Um, cue the I'm thrilled drop from uh, Real Kipper Unborn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a chance of rain tomorrow. Little 40% chance of, you know, a millimeter of rain, seven hours of sun. So you I mean, get it in. You get, you're going to play. You might get a little unlucky here if you're around the city of Toronto. Mm-hmm. Sunday looks like an absolute peach. 22 and sunny, 13 hours of sun. You're yep. not worrying a whole lot about anything that day. 15 kilometer north wind. So, you know, if you're teeing it up before noon, pants are not out of the question now. We're heading into pants season, which I know you're smiling. You love it. You're heading into vest season. So I I actually, if I could be honest, my mm-hmm. favorite golfing weather mm-hmm. is shorts and a quarter zip. That's my favorite golfing weather. Mm. That's what I like the most. I don't like pants. Well, I shouldn't say I don't like pants. I don't mind them, but given my druthers, I would prefer to play in shorts, yeah. but I don't like it so hot that I can't throw a quarter zip on. Yes. So that's where I'm at. Okay, that's fine. So You'll, you'll uh, allow that. Yeah, it's a decent weather weekend for some golf. Uh, I'm just looking at today. Are you playing this weekend? That's I am the not playing question. this weekend. Uh, just a little peek inside my life. Massive, super Saturday in Swansea Baseball League. It's the big year-end tournament tomorrow. Ooh. Got offered to play by multiple groups to play golf tomorrow. Couldn't do it. Couldn't swing it. Can't do it. 
So yeah, Shout it's going to be it's going to be a nice day today for some golf. So wear your tea in it, enjoy yourself. Uh, do you want to read a couple of these before we get into that? PGA yeah, if stuff? you've got them, if you've got them there, I will quickly say I'm I'm kind of in a debate with myself mm. right now about. So I forgot I have a doctor's appointment at two today. Yeah, cancel and, it. Play golf. No, no, I'm not going to cancel <laughs> it. Have to have to go. We won't get too into that. But I have a nine holder that's close by me. It's, mm. I could go play that thing in 45 minutes. I might go do that. Yeah. But I might go do that, but, but you know, I've been up since three in the morning, so maybe a nap as well. Yeah. If I can't nap, I'll probably be playing there. Shout out rock chapel golf center. So uh, where I like to go in Dundas. Love that. So this is cam from Guelph ripping it at cutting fields this weekend. Ooh. You lucky dog. Wow. Very lucky. Gotta hit up Pino. Get back. I was going to say there. shout out. Yeah. Pino. Uh, Armin and Guelph whistle bear tomorrow in Ooh. Cambridge with some friends. That's the, yeah. The one that's the one where they host the uh, CPKC Women's but, Open when when it was here or in the region last. Did they do like the? Was that the one that stayed open like until midnight when they canceled golf? Oh yes, they had the floodlights on yes. the range at Whistle Bear. Shout yeah. out Rick Young who tipped me yeah. to that story. Yes, yes. Uh, Club. C- I thought you were wondering if they were Tilsonburg. No, uh, no, <laughs> the bad boys. Of the golf. bad boys of golf forever. <laughs> Dilsenberg. My back still hates when I hear that word. Dilsenberg. What I would give for a renegade golf t-shirt that like has something to do with Tilsenberg. I very much would love that. I'd actually kill for a Tilsenberg golf club rope hat. If they have one, you could send me one. Uh, Club C's this weekend from London, Sunnydale. I feel like we're in club championship oh, season. Oh, yeah. Tis the season. Big time. I Remember uh, guests are out of the way. There's few things that I'm more jealous of than people being members places and getting to be like in the club championship. I just, I love competitive golf and I wish I got to play it more often than once a year in Macomb. Yeah. We, we talked about it when we went out there. It's just so much more accessible in other parts of yes. the country than it is here. The idea of being a member at a place, it's just really a non-starter for yeah. most people. So yeah, very uh, jealous there. Uh, this one is uh, get these little YouTube golf geeks off air. Awful. Okay. That's a nice text. Thank you. Uh, teeing it up at the home of Sogging Golf Club after our senior club C's wrap up on Sunday. JD from Port Elgin. Shout out Sogging. Excellent course up in your own sound. Never okay. go it because I have my beloved Legacy, Legacy yep, Ridge. You did but, mention this. Yep. But it's a really nice course. Shout out to my neck of the woods. Um, morning grind gang. Great start. Getting the privilege to play Westmount Golf Course in Kitchener this weekend. Shout out Benny. Matt from Kitchener. Well, a double shout out. Love that. I got to read the top one. We just got mm. not playing, but listening to the golf show boys while changing the pins at the Ridge at Manitou. Not a bad start to the day. The there. Ridge at Manitou. Yeah. Eh? You worked there? Apparent. Well, I mean, yeah. unless, unless he's just a rogue pin setter. He's, <laughs> I do love a guy who in his head said, this greenskeeper doesn't know where to put a pin. I'm going out there and uh, setting them today. I mean, Hey. Love to play the regimented too. So hit me up. Would not say no. Uh, yeah, that's great. Always love, always, always love hearing from everybody there, everybody on the text line. And uh, I think it's a little psycho when people listen to us while they play golf, mm-hmm. but listen to us while driving around a golf course and working. Totally, uh, totally kosher there. Love, love, love uh, that on the text line. Love the show, guys. <laughs> great way to get it. Always good. Mike out in Whitby, Oshawa at, Ke- at Kedron Dells for my B-Day. 39, seeing if I can shoot my age in the front. Okay. Love that. Godspeed. Good there on we you. Go. Keep so, them coming. 590, 590. Please include your name and location. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe you don't want to do this. Maybe this is unfair on air. Uh, He's not here. You got a chance to play with Jesse Rubinoff. Oh, We've yeah. had him on. Can we give a little scouting report? Can we talk um, about his game? Regale us with stories. I'm going to get to play with him uh, next, next week. So I just want to know what to expect. It's always... Always funny because you can picture somebody as a golfer. You hear scores they mention, but until you see it, you really never know what it's going to look like. Pounds the ball. 
not surprised. Hits it hard. Uh, I will say he was whining to me for multiple days about Why? about his chipping yips. And he was like, I'm brutal around the greens. I'm brutal around the greens. And he was not brutal. Around, he sandbagged me with his yips. Mm. He, I did not see the yip once, which... You know, for him, he's like, oh, I haven't chipped this well in so long. Like, oh, sure, buddy. That's what they all say. That's what they all say. <laughs> but he was good. He was good. He was really, plays quick. We had a blast. We had a really good time. <laughs> you, really, um, you really said the only thing that matters there. Plays really quick and, you know, have fun, complimentary of your shots, engaged in the game. You know, you know it's not, he's not on his phone the whole time. He's just, he's out there having a blast. Although he did get like three separate phone calls. During like the first two holes, he's like, "What's?" He's like, "The boys found out I'm at Don Valley, and they're just calling me and asking me how it looks." <laughs> I respect that. So I was much. gonna say, "I'm like, you are normally not kosher with somebody already no, holding no. it on the but course, like, but the, the fact, boys yeah. needing a scouting report <laughs> and, is very different." And I will say, uh, you know, the city of Toronto where we live, um, where I live, you used to live here. They Always have home. They, they have three or how many courses do they have under their umbrella? Four? So Scarlet, Humber, Don Valley, Dentonia. I've played three of the five this year. Mm-hmm. I've played Tam O'Shanter. Oh, Tam. I forgot yeah, to mention that yeah, one. So t- five. Tam O'Shanter, Don Valley, yep. and Humber Valley. And I played Don Valley, and I cannot brag enough about how lush it is. Mm. Grown in, mature. Like, Ru- Ruben, I haven't played there forever. And he's like, oh, my God. Like, this start is really hard. I'm like, I know. Agreed. It is so hard. The first four holes at Don Valley are a test. Like if you can go two or three over through those first three hole or first four holes, you're laughing. Like it's a really stiff test to start there. So they did a great, if they've done a great job, I know they did a few renovations. There's a new tee box, you know, the really hard back, not uh, hard, uh, par five on the back yes. 13 with, yeah, the, yeah. with the, ben. with the, with like the water there, yeah, yeah, the yeah, elevated yeah. green. Yep. There's a whole new rock wall with an elevated oh. tee box behind there. They build a tee box up towards the clubhouse. Uh, we love investment in the game. They're, they've made it look really nice. Uh, it was super reasonable for a twilight round. It was 47 bucks, which is incredibly reasonable, super accessible, right on the subway line. I can't say enough good things about the time I had there. I just wanted to give them a big shout out. They're doing an excellent job. Yeah, well, you're talking about City Golf. Paul Kane and Etobicoke, Tina at Humber t- today. Thrilled. He's place. been playing there for 50 years. That's, wow. where, that's where I first started shout playing. Out. Always special anytime. I don't get to play it too often. I have got to play it a couple times this yeah. year, so I always love getting back there. Wanted to sneak this one in as well. Mark from Whitby mm. playing a close place close to me, Lowville in Burlington, but Oof. just locked in TPC Toronto for Let's my birthday go. on September 8th. Ooh. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Ha- happy early birthday. The happy early birthday. If you're walking at uh, Lowville, bring the gold bond, don't. buddy. Just don't. <laughs> I actually go as far bond. as just say don't. I love Lowville. I love it. Yeah. I have, I have, I will tell me you this Keith much. walked it once. I was like, this was a mistake. I have definitely not played my last round at Lowville either this year or in my life, but I have 1000% walked my last round at Lowville for either of those increments mm. of time. That is very sure. Okay. Club champ, uh, club championship. I got club championship. You, on do, the you do have a club uh, champ on the brain. Tour, tour champ. champ. Yeah. Thoughts. I, I think we got to start with Scheffler. Do we, or do we start with Morikawa? Okay. I think that the PGA tour has gotten so lucky. I, I keep saying this. Year. I keep saying it. And it's like, you've, you had mentioned it yesterday where it's like, all it's going to take is one of these years where somebody runs away and hides and, you know, it's we're going to be questioning what happens here. Yep. And yet again, the guy who goes in with the big-time lead stumbles. I know Scheffler was good last year, but he yep. stumbled on Sunday. I am – this is now a golf tournament. Like, you just look right at that there. leaderboard and every stud you'd want, plus, you know, you got Keegan Bradley in the mix – 
Adam Shank somehow is in the mix. Hot, Colin Moore, hot Kawa, golf name. Hovland. Like this leaderboard now, it just you forget Thursday sucks. Yep. But once you get no, the first the first half of yes. Thursday sucks. It's like, oh, this is so weird. Mm-hmm. But once you just like get to this point, it's like, oh my God, this is gonna be an incredible weekend for all the marbles. And once again, PGA Tour gets so lucky and it turned out perfectly for them. It looks like an incredible weekend shaping up Gunner. Yeah. You look at the guys who went nuclear yesterday. You mentioned them. Bradley seven under Morikawa nine under shank seven under uh, even a guy like Tyrrell Hatton. He was like the second last guy to squeak into the tour championship. Mm-hmm. I believe he went six under. Yeah. He's now in a tie yeah. for 10th. It's, it's amazing. Remarkable. I have, I lay out this worry at the beginning of every single tour championship that it's always out there. The possibility, the guy didn't get to number one in the FedEx cup standings by accident. He got there because he's so good at golf and Mm -hmm. has been remarkably consistent. That is always the fear. The one thing I think we have to mention on the other side of it to kind of counteract that is the likelihood of somebody. If the course is out there to be gettable and for, let's say it was Scheffler who posts a seven under round yesterday, it's gettable enough for a few other guys to do that. Yep. And there's so many, everybody there is pure quality. So you're going to find somebody else who probably does that, but it is the nightmare scenario. If Scheffler would have gone six under six yeah. under, and all of a sudden he's, over. A, he's at minus 24 or whatever and it it's is. It's just over. Yeah. So let's, let's nail down on Scotty. Yeah. Because I can't think of a more fascinating guy to watch play golf right now. Is he, the greatest worst golfer of all time. Like, is he good? Is he the best of all time? Is he horrible? I I can't think of a guy that has had the highs that he's had in the last two years. And I can't watch him hit a 10 footer. I can't watch him hit a short one. Like there was one yesterday where he, what I think it was his second three putt yep. of the back nine where he, it was like a six footer. It never sniffed the nope. hole. Like it was like he powered it straight by never even close for a pro from that length that it doesn't touch the hole. You never see that his putting's terrible. He makes a triple on a par three with his ball strikings his number one thing. Yep. It's unbelievable his year. And if I'm an American golf fan as your number one stud, your big dog going into the guy that has the most points, a guy that you're going to need to lean on. Right. Yep. Boy, I'd be worried at the Ryder Cup if I'm an American golf fan because he is nowhere near in top shape. No, and you look at the auto qualifiers there, and we've talked about it all year long. Once Clark and Harmon won the majors, they're in there. That's that. So they are auto qualifiers. Cantley, Homa, Shoffley, those are all really, really nice players, but... Go ahead and go in your, go, go just think back to all the Ryder cups, basically since the start of tiger. Okay. Like, let's just do that. Cause that's everybody's frame of reference for the most part. How many times has the lead American guy felt this sketchy? Cause there were runs between like never, there were runs where tiger was hurt probably where it's like a Davis love is your lead dog or whatever. But Phil, Phil, there were always other guys, even a Kepka who I still expect to be on this team. I would hope I would hope. And based on the odds you laid out, like we said, Vegas always knows. So Mm -hmm. he almost certainly will be check those. Now he is going to be looked at among the guys in the team is probably more the killer in the room. The Mm -hmm. guy they place all their faith in. You know, Justin Thomas, we've talked about it. He doesn't have the track record. He doesn't have the play. The Ryder Cup record, that guy's a killer. And when you look at what you see out of Scheffler, he has a good Ryder Cup record, if I'm not mistaken. But a lot of Americans do because they're generally speaking the better player. The other thing with Scheffler that I can't not think of with the putting woes is the comments he said after he won the Masters, was it two or three years ago? 
that he was standing there in his kitchen crying to his <laughs> wife that he couldn't get it done. And I want to be clear, like, thank you for the honesty. Yes. Also, thank you for letting me throw it in your face every <laughs> single time. But how can you look at a guy who is that gacky with the putter, I know. who before the biggest moment of his life was sitting there crying, saying, I'm a choker. How can you believe that he believes? No, you can't. You can't. You absolutely there can't. There is not. I, I Honestly, I'd love to go back and just look at all the American Ryder Cup teams. I guarantee you he has been the best player that you felt this sketchy about yeah. being their kind of top guy. It's crazy. And, you know, those auto qualifiers, like, I just, it doesn't blow you away, clearly, like you mentioned. Yeah. And it's just setting up. So good. I guess Rory's little back maybe was a bit of a problem if you can get that figured out. But it's just setting up so good for Europe. I, t- I told you. I I can't believe, like, you know, Shane you Ryan. You should go bet them now. Shane Ryan. I will might go sprinkle on him. Shane yeah. Ryan right now is just, like, concerned. Very. Our boy. Like, we gotta, he'll be on a Ryder Cup show yes, 100%. But, like, he... <laughs> I. It's just... It's setting up so perfectly where America's top guys aren't that great. Scheffler scuffling, like who are they going to pick? Maybe take a sketchy Justin Thomas over to Europe with all these guys who are hot. And like a couple of those guys played really well in the Euro Tour yesterday. Guys oh, yeah. that are going to, yep. or DP World Tour yeah, or whatever. Yeah, Straka, those yeah, type yeah, of guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McIntyre played yep. well too. Like they're, like their guys are kind of hot. Yeah. And, you know, you look at this leaderboard and Keegan Bradley, is he going to be a guy you take? And it's like, are you leaning on Keegan? People were talking about I, Lucas Glover. He I want to be clear. Terribly Keegan, yesterday? On my American Ryder Cup team, Keegan Bradley's a lock. Just For so sure. we're clear. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Like, I think considering what the team looks like right now in terms of auto qualifiers, you need a couple guys who are hot. Like, you cannot be like, I don't think it's a pedigree thing at this point. You mm. need guys that are playing the best possible golf to go in there. So we don't need to do the whole Ryder Cup thing. But it just—it's impossible to talk about Scheffler without talking about it. I—I I can't remember. Okay, let, let's put it. Let me put it to you this way. Mm. Let's just look at Scotty Scheffler versus the three auto qualifiers for Team Europe. It's McElroy, it's Rom, and Hovland's now in after oh, yeah. his win last week. And he's so good. And he's so good. There's other guys who are effectively in but aren't yeah. technically nailed yet. Hatton, Fleetwood, Fitzpatrick. Those all guys locks. are going to be all in. But let's just let's just focus on the three who are qualified. I think the answer is some of them, but hmm. I'm telling you right now, it's Sunday singles and Scotty Scheffler is going to go play those three guys. How's that going to go for him? I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like him in a matchup Look, situation. Hovland, the way he's playing right no. now. Now and I want to be clear. The other thing we have to hammer home is the Ryder cup's not for a month. Okay. And golf is fleeting. Yeah. There's something to that with Hovland right now, but the way those guys are going, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Scheffler can't beat any of them, but the odds are probably minus 105, minus 105 or something like that. Well, you know, you think pedigree, I know, but, but no, but you get into a, like, you know, it's they're all square through 16. Yeah. Uh, make whatever. a putt. Fitz, I want to see Fitz, it. Fitzpatrick hits a big putt to put him up or like he makes a birdie putt. Scheffler has a 10 footer to win or yeah. to tie the hole. It's like, I've been watching him miss that putt mm-hmm. literally the whole season. Yep. If he made that putt half the time he did this year, he would have won four tournaments. <laughs> this has killed him. And how important, like clearly ball striking, driving, everything's mm-hmm. important in the Ryder Cup. But what do you remember in the Ryder Cup? Big putts. Big putts. And it comes down to a big putt. So you think of Ian Poulter going insane down yep. the stretch and Reed. hitting a million putts. Reed. But I don't remember one approach shot. No. I don't remember like that kind of thing. You no. think of the, the putt Tiger hits. Not in the President's no, Cup, no, no, but the I, other one where he like 
he he's like stepping yes. away, pointing in the yeah. Ryder Cup. Like it all comes down to the putter. And to have your best guy, who's the number one points getter, the number one American golfer, be sketchy. What's he? hundred and fifty in the world? He's a worst. It's crazy. I can't remember it. It's like. It's almost like the Jays missing the playoffs with uh, with the best pitching staff in oh, the league. Like, could that happen? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like, were we talking about that for four yeah, hours? For yeah. Anyways, yeah. but it's just it's crazy where we're at with him. Crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. The the idea of putting mattering the most. I do wonder if there's a world or well, not a world. This will happen. It'll be interesting to see who they pair him up with. Like a a, a, a Scheffler Harmon pairing feels mm-hmm. pretty perfect. Yep. And you try to set it up in like an alternate shot <laughs> yeah. where but it's going to Sunday be, singles come buddy. Hey, I know they're going to, I, I, I do wonder now it's, uh, we're so far ahead of this more than a month away. If Love you're, if, if you're Zach Johnson, where are you putting Scheffler? He's supposed to be your lead dog, but you don't want him. You don't want him in the last match. No, but you don't want to play in the pointless You don't ones. want to play in the... Well, no, I mean, you don't... I think it's going to be close. I think Europe yeah. will win, but it's going to be close. Mm-hmm. You don't want him out there first either because they get some points on the board and we all know how momentum yeah, is yeah, a thing. Yeah. It it just goes to hammer home the point, and I'm so happy you brought this up. This was great, that he is for the best player in the world, and we all look at him that way. Having that thing... like. Even if he was a sketchy chipper, yeah, you'd feel way better, better about yeah, it yeah, yeah. because you can chip it on the green and then sketchy let your driver, putter, yeah. like anything, just the putter is a little wild. So, yeah, the putter is so, so tough. Yeah. It's uh it's not looking good. Uh, yeah. So sorry. I, I want to ask you about, I think we maybe talked about this last time mm. at the tour championship time. Yep. Eastlake thoughts. Uh, they flipped the nines and it was the only way that this could have ever been good. It used to end on a, a shout out Humber Valley. It used to end on a 200 some odd yard par three over water, which I hated for a tournament ending. Yes. It's fine. That's such a hard hole. At Humber it Valley. is. It is impossible. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been on the ground. I've never sniffed it's it. It's so hard. Why and is it so hard? Because they hate me. I think it's so hard. Anyways, continue. Uh, when you, I'm, I'm fine with it. I mm-hmm. think if you were to tell me, Hey, Brench, you have your druthers. You can pick a course outside of Augusta that the PGA Tour will go back to every year. Wouldn't be that course. Wouldn't be East Lake, no. but I have no problem with I, it either. The thing I do love about it is the finishing hole. It's awesome. Risk-reward. Sets, sets up excellent for explosiveness. Yeah. Like where it's, if you blast a drive down there, you can have a six iron. But they've also had times where I remember, and just to shock you that I remember Rory down the stretch really close where if the wind, if it's downwind, you actually can't hit driver no, yeah, because yeah, you're going to go into the water, water there. Yeah. So it's a great, it's mm-hmm. a great finishing hole. The course as a whole, I'm kind of so, so yeah. on quite honestly, if I got to hear about Bobby Jones one more time, oh, I, you're gonna. I, oh, I know <laughs> I get it. Okay. He was there. Yeah. I will say it looks very cool. The way the lakes go right up to the mm-hmm. edge of the, it almost looks as though they just flooded the course and yeah. wherever the water went, that's where the lakes are. It looks very cool visually. Mm. Love the beautiful closing hole. Clubhouse. Very beautiful. And it's the site now. Like this is the part of having something at something every year. Mm-hmm. I will never see 18 and not think of Tiger, Tiger. walking yeah. down there. If, okay. So here's another question for you. If they, if you could choose a Rota course that they always go to, yeah. to be the final course they play every year, which would it be unprepared? Yes. My I, I, I immediate, strung this immediate, yeah. Pebble. Yeah. I just, I want to see Pebble every year. Yeah, okay. And I know we do, but it's the at and Pro-Am yeah, yeah. and other than when Nick, Nick Taylor's beating Phil Mickelson, yeah. I don't really care all that much yeah. about it, okay? Mm-hmm. I've seen enough Bill Murray shots yeah. for my son's lifetime now, <laughs> but I never need to see them again. Gun to my head right off the top. I think I go Pebble. Obviously, they're not going to do it this way, but if this was made, I'd hear the argument for a more made-for-TV product where you could go to like 
there's only 30 golfers there. Why can't they go to Pine Valley or yeah. something along those lines? That's obviously never going to happen. Just right off the top, Pebble is the course. I, when you close, when you tell me close my eyes and think of golf, mm-hmm. that's what I think of, yeah, quite honestly. It's Augusta and it's Pebble. Pebble and it's, is what, it, what could be my answer to. So, so yeah, yeah, I can't. I, I would love a world where it's someplace that because of the lesser amount of golfers, maybe but that's never going to happen. It's going to be a huge blowout all the time. So mm-hmm. we can just park that. It's going to be some course you see. I don't need them to go back to Firestone like, that they used to I play. Like Sawgrass, too. Saw, yeah. Sawgrass is yeah. good, but we get it every yeah, year, so right. we don't need to. Uh, I'm there for it. Uh, yeah, so I'm happy you threw that at me. Thank good you. on Eastlake. A great thing they did, flipping the nines. Yeah, the the long, the part three finish is not generally a good thing for Never. a golf course design. Never. No. It's a weird finish at Humber Valley. Part hey. five, part five, uh, it's three. Th- it's so odd there. Yeah, oh, is, God, right. hit the three wood of my life last time I was at, uh, <laughs> last time I was at Humber Valley on uh, 17 there. So do you mind if I quickly uh, make fun of Rory? Yeah, go for it. Do you, I, I do thought, you not hold on? I'm just yeah. going to give you the option. Mm-hmm. Do you want to make fun of Rory to one of his fans or two? No, I'll do two. One. Okay. Cause I think Adam's probably pretty tied up yesterday <laughs> watching Brooke. Um, I think he milked it pretty hard yesterday. I thought that he obviously was, his back was bugging him a little yeah. bit, but he went to school on the Tiger Woods milk fest. Like he did the same thing Tiger used to do. That when he would hit a bad shot, oh. and he hits a good shot, oh, he's got a spring in his step all of a sudden. <laughs> he was, hey, gutsy round. He grinded it out. Was he below par? Yeah, I think he was. He, he one, one under? Shot 69? Yeah. Yep. Grinded it out. Full credit. Because he obviously wasn't 100%. I'm going to take yeah, it yeah, out. I know, I know. But I don't think it was nearly as bad. Like, oh, I'm lying on the ground. Oh, like, oh, I'm going to lie down. Get the camera over here. I'm going to lie down. <laughs> and the, the golf channel afterwards. Oh my God! Is it? Oh, I didn't. I will. Is it his grace, his beauty, his power, his presence? He's so nice. Is his toughness underrated? I'm like, oh my God, God! I will say when you sent me that clip of whoever it was on Golf Channel uh, yakking it up about Rory post game, I just didn't have anything for you because I agreed it was ridiculous. But I also thought it was a wonderful question to ask. (laughs) (laughs) You would be on that panel and be like. Yes, it's severely underrated. Everything about him is underrated, <laughs> including his class. Let us testify. That should be a show on Peacock. <laughs> testify at 2.30 is about Rory, the baby. Rory, baby. 5.95.90 on the text line. If you want to do a little testifying about Rory, you're always happy to do so as well. If you're teeing it, let us know. Also, uh, we'll read it on the other side. Somebody upset about the tour's format. If you don't like the PGA Tour uh, championship format, let us know. I'm here for a debate. I think it's great. Gunning a McKee golf show continues next on Sportsnet 59 of the fan. Discussing the biggest stories that matter to Toronto sports fans. The Fan Morning Show with Ailish Forfar and Justin Cuthbert. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Golf show, just cards on the table. A couple of half-distracted golf guys here. We are golf guys first and foremost. We're also Canadian Patriots, mm-hmm. and our beloved Canadian men have just started their game against France. France leading so far. If you're interested, watch it on Sportsnet or Sportsnet now. If you're interested in hearing from Adam Stanley, we can help you out with that. And this golf report is brought to you by TPC Toronto at Osprey Valley. Stanley, how are you doing today, bud? 
It's it's uh, the morning. We're, we're up. We're moving. It's uh, it's the second round of the CPKC Women's Open. But uh, yeah, we're, we're doing well, boys. How are you? Uh, we're we were actually joking in uh, one of our myriad of breaks we've had today because we've been talking on the air for three and a half hours already today about how you getting up at six thirty uh, local time where you are to talk to two guys who have been in a hot lather of sports talk for three and a half hours. We were very curious about the dynamic uh, and how this was going to go. But quite honestly, you sound very chipper. I'm proud of you, Stanley. I just, I, I was saying this uh, off the phone to your producer. I can't believe that we found time for non-Austin Matthews talk on your station over the last couple of days. So if you I'm just honored. Gotta take, honored to I, if you if you got to take, we know you're a Lee side guy. You know, you want to get it in there. We're, we're here for it. But if you just want to move on, we can do that too. We've he, he never. He's an Ottawa. Now. I sure he's a Sens guy. Oh. No, ew, no. When the Sens play well, it's good for the city. But uh, yeah, I spent my whole life in Toronto. We're go Leafs, go. Um, yeah, we we think this is good though, right? We we like this. We like the signing, or do we not? Good, yeah. good. Yeah, it's oh good. Well, I I feel like I just opened a can of worms. No, no. Sorry, there's golf. just a huge cram in this basketball game. Canada just dunked on some French dude, and I'm just really fired up about <laughs> yes, it. Yes, uh, there will be a lot of ooing and eyeing. No, we're good. We're good. Uh, we'll we'll keep it Cole's notish. We're good. Uh, we could yes. have been better. Yes, we could have been okay. great, but yes. we're good. Yes, correct. Uh, okay. Somebody well, glad we got that. Yeah, way. I'm very happy. And again, always platform for your Leafs opinions here. I actually extend that to anyone on the golf show. I forgot to ask Corey Connors his Leafs opinion when I chatted with them. Felt like big a big mistake. missed opportunity by me. Uh, Adam Stanley, you're out in Shaughnessy uh, for the wonderful CPKC Women's Open. Got to start with the obvious. Brooke Henderson has glasses now. What's going on? I was floored yeah. when I saw these pictures and I know she had a tough day and we should probably talk about it, but I just can't get past the fact that she wears glasses now. I was very shocked when I saw that. Yeah, she took my advice finally. Um, <laughs> no, she, <laughs> uh interesting time. So Brooke has always worn glasses off the golf course, um, wears them to go see movies, watch TV when she's, you know, just basically li- living her life. So the fact that she has become the winningest Canadian of all time, including two majors, and has basically fully admitted that she can't see all that great uh, is all, the, all that much more impressive, which That's is incredible. also pretty wild. Um but yeah, she uh, she's obviously you mentioned it. She she struggled a little bit uh, recently. Uh, obviously, that second place result at the Evian Championship has kind of been sandwiched in, uh, missing three of her last four cuts. So uh, she was home last week, uh, rested, ready. Uh, seemed seemed exactly like she, she knew exactly what she needed to do. Uh, and, and Brittany, sister, and Caddy had kind of said, "Hey, let's." let's see what we can see, you know, no pun intended because, you know, Brittany <laughs> has been the one that has done, you know, all of the, the ball finding and the tracking and, you know, this, that, the next thing for years and years and years. So the short answer is it was just like, it was just time. So okay. she put them on practice last week and here we are. Stanley, I don't want to do too much glasses talk here, but did she ask you for her opinion on the glasses? Cause they almost look exactly like your yeah. glasses. <laughs> Uh, like they're very similar to yours. We have we have very similar spec games. Yes, we do. But she, no, she has had these glasses for a while. Oh, okay. So, uh, okay. We we did. We I know did you guys text though. So. As a uh, <laughs> as a guy who should have been wearing glasses all throughout his teen years, and then I picked up a pair of prescription sunglasses oh. on my way to the course, and I literally yep. said on the first tee, "That's what it's always been like for you guys. Yes. You could see that little speck <laughs> yeah, in the air. Yeah. yeah, it truly is. Uh, it truly is eye opening." 
Uh, but, oh, no. But, yeah, tough no. Uh, let's talk about let's let's talk about uh, Henderson there. Obviously, not yeah. the not the start she would have wanted there. I'm not going to blame the glasses. I won't put that on you. Uh, but in terms of the in terms of what it is, do you think it's just one of those days for her? As you said, she's been scuffling. How much can we yeah. read into the possible pressure she's under? I mean, it, it's fair to say she's obviously under palpable demands, not just pressure that she puts on herself, but the demands of her time. Uh, what should we make of Brooks' start uh, yesterday? Yeah, you know, a couple things. She was uh, self-deprecating enough to say that with the glasses, you know, at least she got to see the ball go into the bushes yesterday. <laughs> so she, it was a, it was a nice line that she trotted out, um, you know, yesterday in her in her post round. So kudos to her for saying that. But I will say, and I kind of talked about this on on TV with Dan Murphy, you know, yesterday. Her 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 output, if you will, yesterday was kind of a, a microcosm of how her season has gone. Certainly recently, you know, she only hit fifty percent of her greens. She also only hit fifty percent of the fairways yesterday. Um, in that ball striking stat, you guys, we we've talked about this recently as well. Just you know, wondering what what has kind of been the difference this year for Brooke Henderson, maybe in years past. And yeah, you know, she was fifth, fourth. Um, in the greens and regulation stat over the last couple of years, she was right up there uh, and has been for, you know, a half a decade this year, that same stat, she's about 33rd. So she, she's well down uh, the, uh, well down the list on the, on the greens and regs. So this week she knew that she needed to spend a lot more time on the ball striking. Uh, she did that, you know, last week, warming up into the week. And then this week, you know, leading into that first round and, and just, you know, you, you zoom out and you look at the numbers and, and kind of the same thing, the same thing happened yesterday that has been happening over the last couple of weeks so uh, certainly she needs to get a lot more dialed in uh, on the ball striking uh, you need to be finding way more fairways putting yourself in a good position at this golf course uh, in order to attack the greens which are extremely extremely small there's really no no room for error so that in terms of the physical in terms of the actual golf swing stuff that's really the thing she's going to have to improve today uh, but Gunnar you're exactly right I mean this week is unlike any other week for any other player on the LPGA tour. There is no other individual that has to hold the weight of an entire country on their shoulders for an entire week uh, at any point during the schedule. Uh, her face is on the autograph zone. It's on the corporate mm-hmm. buildouts. It's on the tickets. It's on the media pass. Uh, Paula Rito, who's the defending champion, can barely be found anywhere. So, uh, yeah, it's just when you, when you, again, we're talking about zooming out, you think about a 25-year-old, a uh, young lady who's done it all, who has to hold the weight of the tournament on her shoulders. Um, you know, there's there's obviously fewer people here than there was in Ottawa last year. But, you know, at the same time, it's still a lot. Like, you're talking about 99% of the people on site at the tournament yesterday were following Brooks' group. And, you know, yeah. you can't not think that that has an impact on things for sure. Yeah, that, that was jarring to see the size of the group. Like, they were talking about it on the broadcast, how massive that crowd was that was following. It was a good group, too. Nelly Cordes in it. It's clearly an awesome group, but having Brooke there is massive. The thing that I that stuck out to me watching Shaughnessy on TV, Adam, is, God, it looks tight. Like, you know, it's like it looks like uh, the greens look tiny, like you said, the fairways look small. The trees are, it feels like yeah. they're breathing down on you. Like that is a tight looking track. How did Sasso shoot minus six yesterday on that track? Like I know there's minus five. The Lena, Elena Sharp had a nice day, minus three, but God, they were playing well to play that well at that course yesterday. Yeah. It's, um, you know, and it was even tighter when the men came to play it in, in 2011. So in 2011, when the RBC Canadian open was there, the winning score was only four under par. So it's like, this is a stout, <laughs> Excuse me. This is a stout test, um, 
you're right. The, the fairways are, are tight. The greens are, you know, numbers don't lie. The greens are quite literally on average uh, much, much smaller than what they play uh, on a normal week-in and week-out LPGA Tour event, even smaller than some of the major championship green sizes that they've had so far this season. So, uh, yeah, stout test. Yuka Sasso, though, um, start on the back nine, start, starts with a bogey on her first hole of the day, makes the turn, makes four birdies in a row uh, on uh, numbers one through four, and then adds in a couple more before she uh, before she finishes. Um it, you know, she hit 16 of 18 greens yesterday. So even though she couldn't quite find the fairway, she only hit eight fairways. Um, wow. You know, she was, she was dialed in with her ball striking and at a place where the greens are so small, if you're, if you're giving yourself chances, if you're on the green, you don't have, you know, kind of a, a longer than 20, 25 foot putt towards the hole. Because if you have any of a, if you're farther away like you're off the green at that point. So uh, Sasso has been trending uh, top 10 finishes in four of her last uh, six tournaments on the LPGA Tour, including a runner-up uh, at the major, the CP uh, uh, KPMG, excuse me, the, the Women's PGA Championship. So kind of been doing everything right, and uh, and that good play translated uh, into a into a nice start yesterday for sure. Yeah, we know with the with the men's edition of this tournament, the RBC Canadian Open, we know it's clustered around the the GTA, and uh, uh, this will shock you. I have no problem with that, but I will say yeah. uh, I, I really love it. it in I, fact. I, I do, in fact, really enjoy it. Uh, but I, I very much so. I, I think it's wonderful that the uh, CPKC Women's Open is able to move around the the way that it does. What do you think it means to kind of golf in Canada? You know, it's been such a push. We've been at all these events. You've been at as well of Golf Canada really having this push to have uh, I think thirty players on the men's and women's sides by twenty thirty. Mm-hmm. that what do you think it does to that push to have a tournament like this be able to move around i mean as you mentioned it was in ottawa it's been in the gta or or at least somewhere close in in a place like whistlebear now it's all the way out on the west coast calgary next year how, how yeah. important is it that this tournament's able to move around do you think yeah i mean it was a real punch in the face taking the uber past uh, last year's venue to the airport but i digress that's a that's a me problem it's not so much a golf in canada problem um TPKC, obviously a national railway. So part of their mandate, of course, is to, you know, take this tournament across the country. And I think that the good thing about the women's tournament is that because its footprint is a little smaller, the build's a little smaller, the demands on the golf course are a little smaller, they can go to more places. Um, Shaughnessy, obviously an iconic venue in this country, uh, the first golf course this century to be able to say that they've hosted both the men's and the women's open Earl Grey golf club next year, uh, which is in Calgary, basically in the heart of downtown Calgary. Uh, It's going to be a new venue, a first time venue for the women's open, but uh, they have Lawrence Applebaum, the CEO said that they have pre-sold the most tickets in the history of the CPKC women's open. So uh, when you're talking about momentum, you're talking about buzz, you're talking about um, what the opportunity would be, for young Canadian golfers to come see the best in the world. Um, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it's almost unmeasurable. The assumption for 2025 is that they're going to come back, you know, actually east. They, they like to go on an east-west rotation. Technically, Calgary is east of Vancouver. But, you know, again, for us Toronto guys, it's west. But who, who cares? In any case, they said there's six golf courses that are in the conversation for 2025, including a mix of newer venues uh, and some classic iconic venues as well. So regardless, wherever they end up going, you know, if it's an iconic venue that can't host the men's tournament, that would be pretty awesome. If it's a new venue that has a chance to host the best in the world for the first time, but maybe has some buzz behind it, that's awesome too. So, um, yeah, the, the Cross Canada Tour of the CPKC Women's Open, you know, allows for uh, young kids. I mean, 12 and under, you get to come here for free. You know, it's a free ticket. It's a free opportunity to come see the best athletes in the world, um, which is which is pretty darn cool.
Yeah, that is uh, that is awesome. We kind of glossed over it. Could we just give a little love to Elena Sharp? She's uh, three shots yeah. back in our <laughs> national open. Uh, if this was any if this was any other day, we would be that would be the lead of the show. So maybe we should give a little love to uh, Hamilton's <laughs> own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Elena uh, has had an excellent season on the Epson Tour. You know, the feeder circuit into the LPGA Tour. She's got a win down there. She's got five top ten finishes as well. Uh, she fully admits that she's the grandma of that uh, of that circuit, even though she's only 42 <laughs> years old. But um, you know, she's been doing really, really well. She's kind of given herself a lot of good p- positive self-talk. Uh, she kind of came in. She she made a bogey early, and, and she admitted to us yesterday. She was like, you know, you're walking down the fairway, and you're just like, what are you doing? Like, just go play golf. And, and I think that that, you know, really helped her, uh, helped her psyche. She stayed really steady. Uh, she was a low Canadian last year in Ottawa. Uh, and not only is she, you know, low Canadian so far, but at three under, she's only you know three shots back of the lead and and has a real chance to to be in the like firmly in the mix heading into the weekend. So, kudos to her. I mean, forty two years old, no one's getting any younger. Uh, she's not getting any farther off the tee, uh, and yet she just had a really steady, really positive, just a really really good day. And, and she told me afterwards, like she's fully committed to being on the Epson Tour because she's so close to re-earning her LPGA Tour uh, status for next year. And yeah, she kind of came into this week, nothing to lose, kind of playing with a bit of house money. And uh, I think that's allowed her to kind of be mentally free uh, so far uh, as well this week. And yeah, hopefully uh, she, she's got to tee off way late today, but uh, hopefully the winds kind of stay down and, and she can, you know, get a few more circles on the scorecard. Yeah, let's hope. That would be nice. Uh, you know, uh, Brooke's already done it, so it's not quite the uh, the Pat Fletcher story that we talked about for many moons ago, but we would certainly take another winner uh, at our National oh, yeah. Open. Adam, thanks so much, man. Appreciate you getting up early. Uh, get your butt to the course. <laughs> it's work time now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. Thanks, there he goes. Uh, Adam Stanley, our bud, golf content beast. That golf mm-hmm. report brought to you by our friends at TPC Toronto at Osprey Valley. Mm, they are our friends. They are, truly. I only played there once this year. I think I have too. I was there with you. That's it. That's the only time I've played. Well, we played with a legends row for some. Yeah, Borny and Stalic, right? The guy was, and I, I say this every time, but it's true. The guy was just never been sadder. No one's ever been sadder to see me in their life than when he saw Gord, Sam, and Justin Bourne on the T-sheet. And the guy was like, I was hoping Kipper would be the fourth. <laughs> Tough. You get me. Who are you? Exactly. So Actually, good luck to that. Kipper... Gordo was Kipper's replacement. Oh, not you. That's right. You were in the original force. So I was. Shame on that guy. Shame on that guy. But but not shame. No. Great no love, shame. To love, our, love to our friends at TPC uh, Toronto at Osprey Valley. Honestly, you say it all the time. Love it. Three different courses. Could not be more different. Saw some renderings uh, that they've tweeted. Oh, out. the I'm very excited. God, is there anything hotter than a rendering? Like a golf course. This rendering. is super. This is super niche and behind the scenes. I am already dying for the invitation to come eat a wonderful meal when they unveil it to the media. Oh, you just know there's yeah. going to be a whole big, big shabang a bang. They're going to have a you know stay and play for some select media members. Maybe uh, me. that'll be Kipper. <laughs> no, Kipper, Kipper doesn't care. He just no. plays. He doesn't. Cover. Yeah, you're right. You stay. God no, I'm barely playing. Uh, that, that, <laughs> I can't get Kipper more than honestly, you're twenty right. minutes away from his house. It's very golf. true. It's very true. Uh, wanted to sneak in a few more texts. Keep them coming. Five ninety five ninety on the text line. Uh, love this one from Heath and the Beach. Love your, the beach. love your chat about Lowville. I golfed there 30 years ago, and I remember my friend's dad saying, get ready. It's a hilly bugger. Haven't thought about it in 30 years. Guess what? Friend's dad nailed the scouting report. It very much is. Um, hey, boys. Great show. I haven't golfed in a couple years, but you have inspired me to get out. 
So I'm heading for a round at cheap and cheerful scenic city golf course this weekend. Jeremy and Meaford. I know it well. It's our boy. One of the best. I, oh, I know Jeremy. Well, I mean, former I, F1 yeah, insider. Yeah. Yeah. Back when I cared about F1 yep. until I figured out that the fastest car always wins. Um, Keep talking golf boys heading up to taboo. Should be a fun, uh, should be fun playing about a million yards soaking wet in the rain. Can't wait to shoot a hundred Tim in Newmarket. Why is it supposed to rain? Apparently. I, I guess maybe you, it's going to rain up there. The maybe weather you looked, told them that. I the weather know. looked great. Um, the weather looked great on, on the, on the Google. So I don't think, I okay. guess Muskoka is a little bit away from yeah. here. So played Silver Lakes yesterday. Birdie one OB on two reload. Up and in from 90 for bogey. Uh, then he proceeds wow. to give us just a ton of his game. I don't need all that, but it sounds like he had a time. Birdie, birdie three, par four, then proceed to make a 10 on the par five. Golf, what a game has. You uh, you played Silver Lakes before? Yep. Yeah, I played it. With it. Hubro. Oh, I enjoyed it. I uh, I played there once, and it was the it was a October round where it was like a little touch and go on the weather. We drove out there. They have an aqua range there. Oh, I'm getting it mixed. No, you're getting it mixed up with, I think, with Eagle's Nest. No, I'm not. Not Eagles. No, it's Silver Lakes. Eagles? For, no, Silver Lakes for sure. One billion percent. They have an aqua range there. They do. And I remember hitting balls that were coming back at us because it was gale force winds into our face. And then the second we got to the first tee, we were going, okay, let's see how this goes. We're wearing winter coats and whatever. And then the sky just opened up the second we put a peg in the ground on one and opened up in a good way. It's not that. a cloud, just sun. It was a beautiful day. I loved it. Only played it once, but thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed my time there. Good. I uh, I can't remember the course really. I don't. I just remember really enjoying it. Played it once. Where did we play with Hugh Burrell? That would have been Eagle's Nest. Or no, no, Nobleton Lakes. Yes, I yes. get the lakes mixed up. You do. Yeah, you do. I get all the lakes. mixed There's up. also Hidden Lakes by me. Hidden which I have Lakes. Not played. I've played there. That's uh, maybe I played there yeah. once. I don't know. Can't There's remember. a lot of good golf in that area. There really in is. Burlington. There really is. Speaking of golf out that way, mm. Brian from Waterdown. Mm. Dragonfire today at 1.30. Going low. Let's go. Dragonfire. Uh, Put some earplugs in. Played there early in the... Me, you, Rutherford, Chris, and Prime. Yeah, Chrissy Rutherford. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Love me, the hunk show. Oh. You guys always make me smile. Have the best weekend, boys, from our girl, Tiffin Kitchener. Love that. Thank you. What better way to, I mean, and again, if somebody else wants to trickle in on the text line, we don't have to end, but if that's the last text we read this week, pretty good one there. <laughs> I have a good weekend scheduled, so I'm looking forward to this weekend. No golf. A uh, couple rounds. Go, I, I'm going to England next week, so I won't be golfing over there, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm not going to take the sticks for the five-day trip I'm going for. I think it'd be a tough sell to allocate five hours. To play I So I my wife, like she has, you know, these conferences she goes to for work. She doesn't go to them, but she like, you know, we're trying to pick like which ones you want to go to. And it's, mm-hmm. I have, I have been pushing for Ireland because mm-hmm. there's a chance she's going to be busy in work mode. I could just go bleep off for two days, bring my sticks. And then I get to be a great husband afterwards yeah. and have a great husband trip. Yeah. Feels like the dream. And then that's if I'm not a doing perfect that scenario, just that's a hang- long trip though, Gunner. I know it's so Are you far. Make it? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, think so. I, I once in my, when, when my high school class, like we did the Europe trip there, mm-hmm. that was the most nightmare travel I've ever had. Listen to this. Mm. Cause it's all like the most budget travel of all okay. time. Toronto uh, to Montreal. Okay. To LaGuardia to Newark to Heathrow. Oh my God. To Germany. Oh my God. Then just kicked off the plane on the tarmac, not even into a place in Germany. Just, and then we took a bus ride for two hours to some small town. Oh my God. So was ma- that a 48 hour trip? Uh, well, the half the trip was over by the time we actually <laughs> finally made it there. So maybe that's what, uh, maybe that's what drew what like yeah, uh, cemented you, you, you my travel ire. So I've like, you know, I, 
some guy, one of the guys, guy's name, I forget his name, Mike Robertson. Okay. He like sounds like a guy. He he DM me, being like, I heard what you said about Link's golf. He's like an Irish guy. <laughs> uh, he was not happy. And he's like, we got to get you over here and change that. We got to play at some of the open rota courses. And I'm like, yes, yeah, I like, like that. Would idea. agree. But at the same time. Still links. Like, uh, <laughs> come on. Still links. Get out of here. Yeah, I know you're right. I you, should get out of here. You, it's a bad take. You standing on the Swillican Bridge, uh, just play, giving a thumbs oh, yeah. down. Playing the burnt out field of St. <laughs> giving Andrews. you a thumbs down. <laughs> oh, great. That'd we'll come, be, I we'll actually, come to the only remarkable hole on this course where they hit over love, a hotel. I actually would love to see that. Just a picture of you on the Swillican Bridge looking like me in any other social, social interaction. It would be a move. It would be one of the most elite picks of all time. Be like, tough. It would, I don't think it would. In, you know who wouldn't like you very much? That would be Rick Young. Oh, oh. He would I not be, be happy. Out of the, I might be out of the golf media. The RNA might put a hit on you out <laughs> if you straight, straight up if you do that. MI six, come get your boy. Yeah, would not be not be what you uh, want there. You were mentioning mm. you uh, you like John Rom twelve to one. I do, I do. I think sprinkle that's, time. I think not. Nah, I mean, I like it, but yeah, it means I got to put money in the account. Yeah, and okay, I okay. I care. Like I, I'm completely. My gambling's dried up. I don't gamble at all. I might oh, week one NFL. I was gonna say gambling season. I might, is I, might upon I might put a bit of cash in there. Do a week one parlay. I always oh, like doing yeah. that. But like, I usually like doing one week one. First wild card weekend, I like doing a big parlay. Oh yeah, for the NFL, I Love like that. that. Like that's that. always do that. But I I usually only gamble on the majors for golf. Yeah, and I didn't even gamble on the last two. So yeah, it was I was I got to be I honest. Won. I mean, I don't care. I won on Rom. You did. I won on Rom at the Masters. Mm-hmm. So I should probably have done it some more. So that's okay. I I oh it's true. I also won on a Hovland. When he came back from a way back, a couple the first one he yeah, had yeah. this year, I forget where that was, but he came back and he won, and I bet on that one too. So I've had a few wins in golf, but I, it just comes down to not having a bankroll in there. Like mm-hmm. I like whenever I win, I'm not I'm not a degenerate. I'm just like, oh, coming out now. Oh, here, I take, leave it in there. No, I Once take, it's in, it's no, in. No, I take it. I'm like here. It's like I could play golf with this money. Thank you. I could bet on golf with that money, yeah. and that's where I uh, that's where I keep it. Uh, McKee, it was mm-hmm. fun. I would again just like to commend you on your professionalism. You made it four hours, and it was barely a chore. No, I would also chore. I would also like to commend us on our professionalism. We kept our guttural moaning about mm-hmm. Canada basketball We're off the air. Fight right now. Yeah, this is looking uh, scary. it's not looking good. Down seven to France. Go catch it on Sportsnet. Oh, I'm sure that's great. Oh. Go Canada men. We love our basketball team. We love golf, and we love our listeners on the golf show on Sportsnet five nine of the fan.